1: Good evening, everybody. It is Jay Scott. This is the Hook Rocks, the ultimate rock community podcast. Hope everyone's having a lovely evening. Very excited about this episode. We have hailing from New York City. The band is Wild Street, and the guest is singer-guitar player Eric Jake. How are you doing today, Eric?
0: I'm doing great, man. Uh, Nice to meet you. Nice to, to to talk to you tonight.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I'm very excited about this episode. I came across you guys like I do a lot of newer music by accident, and you know, it, it's 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 exciting in, on one hand to like stumble across a really cool band like Wild Street, and it's also aggravating because you're like, man, this is such a great band, and I listen to a lot of music. How come, you know, I, I, it, didn't, it didn't hit me sooner than it did now? But nevertheless, it has, and I love the band. I love the music. I love what you guys do. So, like I said, I'm very excited about you guys, you know, about you appearing on the show.
0: Awesome. Awesome, so, yeah. Thank you.
1: Absolutely. So we always ask the same first question every time we have a first-time guest, and that is the essence of the show which is just like every rock song has a hook that sucks you in, every rock fan has a moment, whether it's a song, an album, a band, or performance that hooked them on rock and roll. What was it for you, Eric? Uh,
0: that got me, into, got me into rock music? Well, it's, it's really easy, actually. I, um, my, uh, my town just got my like, cable TV. You know, This is like in the old days, right? And <laughs> I'm not that old, but still. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so like uh, I saw I saw an Aerosmith video, right? And uh, you know, Aerosmith is an awesome band, and they had they had a great career, and they have a great career. And um, I saw Steven Tyler, you know, saw Perry and I was like, I want to be both those guys. So, and that that was the spark. And then you know, and then I discovered lots of other music, and, and started playing guitar when I was eight. <laughs>
1: wow. Who, who was, I mean, outside of Joe Perry and Steven Tyler, you know, who were some other influences that you had?
0: Oh, there, there are so many. Um, uh, well, I can say that, um, that, like, Guns N' Roses was, uh, like, blew my mind the first time I, I saw Guns N' Roses on TV. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, honestly, like my first record was Purple Rain. So, you know, uh, my entire life, I feel like that has been, um, you know, uh, a big part of my life. So, um, and I, uh, I do have a, a brand new tattoo that's the Prince logo on my arm, you know? So, awesome. Um, Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah
1: right on man so you know I, I always like to talk about this because there's always you know the evolution of the person who sees the video for the first time or hears the song for the first time and it hooks them on rock and roll now as as far as performing goes and wanting to get up on stage wanting to be in a band was there a moment for you that you saw and just went
0: I have to do that.
1: I want to do that. Um.
0: Well, uh, let's uh, let's take a step back. Like, um, when I was uh, when I was a teenager and a pre-teenager, I was I was in a band in a cover band, and I and I grew up playing with all these old guys playing like you know R and B covers and you know old soul covers and and stuff. So, I you know I think we did like like local local gigs and you know and i was like you know i was like this little kid with a with a flannel shirt on and like really long hair you know and and like so like i i kind of think it, it's been all my life that i've been performing but i can't say when i i can tell you something that's, that's probably even even more more huge when in 2009 when we played uh when wild street played our first time in Oklahoma, and we, we played the first the first day of the festival, and people barely knew us. And then we came back the last day of the festival, and and headlined headlined the side stage. And that night, everybody was singing back my lyrics, you know. And it was it was like the, the greatest feeling in the world. So, um, um, so I hope that answers your question. But it was um that that like had, like, a huge impact on on
1: my life. I imagine it did. You You know, many people who are in other forms of entertainment, like, you know, Bradley Cooper, I saw an interview with him, you know, the actor Bradley Cooper, you know, from The Hangover and other movies. He was talking about how he started hanging out with Lars Ulrich from Metallica, and he would sit behind the drum kit of... Lars while they were in, while they were doing shows. and you just see this mass of people just totally into doing what you're doing. And like you said, you know pushing back and there's the synergy between the band and the crowd. And he said that's the closest thing to flying into the sun that you could possibly get. You know, there's you know, you can't get there from acting, you can't get there from you know being a being an athlete in sports. There's something about being on stage where a crowd is singing back to you or a crowd is pumping their fists in the air or clapping along that is like no other in the world. Yeah,
0: totally. Totally. It's it's the greatest feeling in the world.
1: Awesome. So, you know, I mentioned to you in our in our conversation before we got online here. Music is so fragmented now, you know, especially rock music. And unfortunately, rock is no longer in the mainstream as it was a couple decades ago. And you really have to search for music in order to find what's going on. Um, I came across you guys by accident. I stumbled across Wild Street, blown away by you guys. Tennessee cocaine was just, you know, absolutely incredible. It's a throwback to that era where rock was fun, big harmonies, big melodies, big hooks. On one hand, it's exciting to stumble across a band like you guys because, you know, then you have to explore and get to know your music. On the other hand, it's it's frustrating, you know, for the fan because it's like, man, you know, these guys are great. These guys should be in front of everybody. I imagine it's got to be frustrating for yourself and the band that, you know, does so well in terms of like playing Rocklahoma and has some killer music that it takes work for people to find you guys or find other artists.
0: How do you feel about that? Well, well you know, it, uh, on one hand, yes, yeah, one can say that, but on on another hand, the the amount of band connection that um that um, I guess that like, people these days have versus the old days, It's it's like it's crazy. Like it, it's it's really cool, you know. It's like you you never feel alone, you never feel unappreciated, you never. It's like it's just awesome. It's like really cool. So um, but yeah, like you you know you're always on a quest to get people to listen to, to listen to your music and and love your music. But um, the one thing I gotta say is unlike any other band that I've ever been in, um, people, um, people who love Wild Street stick around, right? And, and it's also, it's a lot easier to convince people than any other band I've ever been in. Like, people just like Wild Street and I like Wild Street. And I think it's, it's because we're all having fun and it's something that, that that's just, you know, it's like we bring the parties wherever we go and, and you know, and, you remember the party when you listen to us again. You know what I mean? No, absolutely.
1: You know, it it is, you guys are a, I hate to use the word, but, you know, sort of a throwback to when rock and roll was about the party and when it was fun. You know, you have elements in your music of Motley Crue and the Stones and L.A. Guns and Hannaway Rocks, you know, where, when you see you guys, whether it's a video, I've never seen you live. I'm hoping to, I'm hoping you guys come to Chicago. But when you see the videos and you see the music, you can't take your eyes off of you guys because it's, it's not just the music that is kick-ass. It's the show. It's the presentation. Yeah. Well,
0: thank you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The show is, is, just like the song is a, is a piece of art, this, the show is a piece of art. You know what I mean? But you gotta, like, it's gotta be, um, gotta be something, you know? It's like, uh, it's, it's such, it's so, it's such a huge part of it. And a lot of fans never sing it. So, um, you know, I think that, um, that it's, it's really cool. So, um, by the way, we'll be in Chicago on April 28th.
1: Really? Uh, That's what, why. what? What club you guys playing at? We're playing at Livewire. Okay. Now that's um. Yeah. Is
0: that that that's in the yeah. city, right? I believe so. We haven't we haven't started advertising this. It's just for you because I know that you're you're in that area. So I you know I want you and your listeners and it's probably all over the world. But so like everybody everybody should know that we're in Chicago, band So that's awesome. You know,
1: we, we we just talked about the the influences and, you know, what you guys are all about. Tell us a little bit about the history of Wild Street.
0: Well, Wild Street started in 2006. Well, a little bit before. Basically, um, my guitar player, Jimmy, um, was in a bunch of hardcore bands in San Diego and to New York. And I was playing um, kind of a, you know, kind of, not so great, but and kind of like, um, you know, not playing much, uh, sort of, uh, like pop punk band that had like sort of a rock and roll vibe, but like not, not really all the way rock and roll. And it was like, a little too compromised for, for both of our tastes. So Jimmy and I started writing some, some new songs and I had some new songs that I wrote with, um, our producers from the, uh, from the first EP. And, um, and so eventually we just decided to let that, that band that, that I had going, and uh, you know, we, we ended it and, and started our own thing, which eventually became Wild Street. And over the next like three years, we, we finished recording the record, um, and, and put out the record on retrospect and then retrospect, Front tour for uh, two and a half months in a 15-passenger van, going coast to coast. <laughs> Pretty crazy. And uh, so we toured, and we found the pavement, and we made um, a lot of fan connections. And um, after that, we, you know, um, you know, a, a, a lot, a lot starts happening. And um, eventually, re- we re- released our second album, which has Boys and Kiss. When we made our first music video um, and and then uh, following that we see we did uh, the release easy does it and that video has like four four million YouTube views and uh, and then you know we all uh, sometimes you, you get even if you love something you got to take a break for a little while so um, then we came back in, in 2016 and um, and since then I have um, we, we brought in my bass player Johnny Johnny B. We brought uh, Dominic on the guitar and and rock on drums, and the lineup is awesome. And and you know Jimmy, uh, Jimmy and me, Locke, Johnny and and Dom, we all get along. So it's you know the the band's better than ever. And then this year, this past year, we kind of did our first tour of Europe. And, uh, and in the process, in the past, um, that year and a half, two years, we recorded Wild Street Three, and we've been releasing singles every few months and, and some videos this time we're releasing a single without a video, uh, because, um, we're going on a, on a really long tour. We're going to be touring for the next seven months. So, um, you know, we, we had other (laughs) projects. but uh, the, the song, I think, is one of the best, one of the best Wild Street songs ever, and the song called Born to Be, and it comes out February 21st. Um, that's where that you can stream, you know, stream music like Spotify, Apple Music, Caesar, everywhere. And um, if you can, everybody, you know, um, um, just check out this pre-save link that you can find very easily on Wild page on Facebook, Twitter, or or Instagram. Um, uh, for all who don't know us, it, on Facebook we're Wild Street NYC, on Twitter we're Wild Street, on Instagram we're Wild Street Official. And you can you can save the song using this this link, right? So then on February twenty first it's delivered Righteous by. And it's really cool. You should you should really do it and, and you'll be happy you did after you hear the song. So
1: That sounds great. That sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah, I'm a I'm a big proponent of new rock music. You know, um, you know, I think some of the I think the music over the last ten to fifteen years has been some of the best that rock music has put out in a long time. You know, whether it's Wild Street, whether it's Rival Sons, you know, whether it's some of the new bands that are up and coming. I think rock and roll music is about to take over once again how do you see the landscape of rock music from when you started in 2006 to now present day in 2020?
0: I, I think it's so much better right now. It's, it's, yeah. And, and you just mentioned the Bible who for awesome, <laughs> by the way, <laughs> they're, they're amazing. Um, so yeah, like this, this rock and roll, rock music. There's so many great bands out there and you know what? Like, uh, let me say this: if anybody who likes, um, likes Wild Street or or likes, you know, hard hard rock, you know, whether it's classic hard rock or, or modern like modern rock, you can you should check out my playlist on Spotify called This This Rock, and it has a lot of great new bands and a lot of great classic bands. But basically, I think that anybody who listens to it will be totally totally stoked. So. Um and uh and I add to it weekly and et cetera, et cetera.
1: If you want to email me that link just so I can post that on my Twitter feed, that'd be great. Yes, yeah, probably. Absolutely. So Absolutely. you know, the, the landscape though, you know, you guys went from releasing a debut album in two thousand nine to now two thousand eleven, you know, Wild Street Two, to then releasing singles. How, how how does that benefit you guys more than releasing a full-length album um is it are you able to reach more of an audience if you kind of you know put out a single every couple of months where people can you know the, to, to keep your your audience or, or anyone new listening to grab their attention
0: um well yes yeah, i think so i think um 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 i think that in the past, perhaps it was better to release an album all at once, and and also um, um, we you know we spent a little while inactive, so we're we're still building momentum and, and trying to trying to get stuff moving and get get fan engagement up and and you know and have people remember who Wild Street is, and so like by putting out a single on a video or just a single every few months, then you know this constant. Constant momentum. Nothing ever gets, gets, um, nothing ever really slows down. And and people, you know, the more we're in people's minds, the the more people will want to listen to Wall Street, I guess. (laughs) So, um, but, you know, again, like, um, we're, we're, it's kind of a huge endeavor, this this tour that we're going on. It's called the Kings of the World Tour. And um, basically, um, my plan has been since 2016 to bring wild shoot music um, to, to all the fans who want to hear wild Street want to hear wild Street music, and haven't heard haven't heard us before or haven't heard us in years. Um, and so, um, and so the you know we're, we're playing the U.S., we're playing uh, Canada, we're playing Colombia, Mexico, the the U.K., we're playing Scandinavia, we're Mainland Europe and 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 then you know we're playing Rockfest and Call of the Wild and, and some awesome festivals and um and and that's only half the year that's only until like August first right now you know um so we're, we're booking the second half of the year and and it's going to be more places so. Um, I don't know if this answers your question, but I I feel like I I should probably talk about (laughs) this. No, it does, man.
1: It sounds awesome. It sounds like you guys got a lot of momentum behind you. How did this tour all come about? Like, how was this all structured out? Was it just like, hey, guys, you know, we got to get out there. We got to get in front of the people. Let's play in front of as many people as we can. Let's get the word out on Wild Street. What was that thought process? How did that all come together?
0: Well, it came together really, um, um in, in at different times. Really, like, um, it's it's really complicated, and it's like my job, and it's like a bunch stuff. But I can say that um, I I, I got to give a big thank you to our booking guy in the U.S., um, um James Cripps at Blind Anxiety Entertainment. Because without him, I would be. I'd be uh, over, like, over my head with stuff. He's, he's taking care, he's taking control of the U.S. looking for us, and he's done an awesome job. Um, and, uh, but yeah, like, uh, we're playing with some great bands while we're on the road. We're playing with, um, Crash Diet in, in, in Colombia and, in Mexico, and, uh, and Ellie Cobra and Mr., Mr. Miss in Europe in the UK and, and probably in, in Scandinavia as well and you know that's just a few there's, there's talk of, of some US fans that were that were getting tore with at, around the rock that time that uh, maybe I won't announce yet but um, so yeah like uh, touring touring is a lot of work you know putting it all together but it's going to be the best thing because uh, really I believe that that rock fans but if you go and you play for rock fans and you see your band live and you connect with them and you talk to your fans and, and you pound the pavement, then you have fans for life. You know what I mean? And I think, you know, I've seen the results. Like, we, we you know, we've gone through a band for two and a half months that I had no air conditioning in total summer. It was crazy.
1: I agree. I, we, I just had that conversation on another episode about, the live experience, because people listen with their ears and then they listen with their eyes. And when you can connect both of them, it, it it brings so much to, you know, it means so much for the rock fan because rock fans are not music consumers, right? That's for pop music. That's for other music genres. Rock music fans are music fans. They're loyal. They they, they will come see you every time you come in town. They will promote your music to their friends. They will post their your music on their social media. Once you connect with someone, like you man, like you said, man, they're in it for life. I mean, they're you know, they're, there's no short sentence, man. They're 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 a life sentence of of rock and roll fans.
0: Probably fans for life, man. It's it's, what it's about so. I think um yeah I I and I think that it all comes down to like how good your show is and. and we already had this conversation but like yeah, you know we give Wild, Wild Street gives fans the show that they want to see but they should say that well, <laughs> yeah I'm totally I'm
1: totally looking forward to seeing you guys in Chicago getting back to the music talk about that process you know with Wild Street how how do you guys record music you know is it you know, a main person writing the music. Is it a collaborative effort? Do you guys all have a hand in it? How does that work for Wild Street?
0: Well, the way it's worked up to this point is um, either um, either it's a collaboration um, between me and Jimmy, who's been in the band sure the whole time, or it, um, a lot of a lot of stuff can can involve outside writers that we collaborate with and a lot of times it's our producer, like, and, um, but, um, like, it's always been like the the same, the same group of friends that we, that we work with, um, you know, and, um, and, you know, it, just because it's been a certain way up to this point doesn't mean that it's going to not be, um, you know, different in the future for, for quote unquote Wild Street 4 or something, you know what I mean? But, um, like, uh, like a lot of times, it's, it's the same um, as probably any band. You come up with a song, and you, and then uh, you know, you translate that song to to whatever whatever style that you're playing, and and you know, and 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 work with it until and, until you think it's like good enough to be uh to 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 be you know brought to the band, and then the band makes it that much better, like a thousand billion times
1: better you know what i mean sure sure how, how do you guys i mean i'm sure everyone in the band has their own set of influences you also have the sound of wild street how do you merge those influences into the sound of wild street um
0: uh, that's a tough question um it just happens it's like it's it's all good. We're all playing together. So, you know, it happens without forcing it. I think, um, music, music is about playing. Okay. So like, let me, let me elaborate. Music is not an individual experience, right? It's about, about, um, communicating with the musicians that you're playing with on stage. Right. And the same goes in the studio. It's like, um, you know, it's, it's like, um, it, it it's not it's not like it's how do I say it? It, it? it's not like an ego experience. You know, it's 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 um it's a band. I mean, that's that's what I'm trying to say.
1: It's all good. You know, the sound of the band is the main thing and you have to you have to introduce those in, influences into the sound of the band and how it works
0: within that band. Yeah, totally. So, yeah. Ever and uh, you know it it's awesome having different influences
1: now you guys you know released wild street two in 2011 you know we're in 2020 we're almost a decade later what in your opinion has been the biggest change in the music industry since 10 11 years ago
0: um well yeah like um like like the streaming services obviously. Like Spotify is, is much bigger than it was back then. Um but yeah, I don't know. Uh, well, Wild kind of a unique fan. Like we're, we're we're our fan base is spread out all over the world, you know? Um and it's it's like a concentrated um concentrated places that, that just happens. So like um so I don't know, it, it's not like, you know, we were like, you know, playing only in New York and so, and then we expanded to the tri-state area and we expanded to the, you know, East Coast or whatever. It, it didn't work like that for us. Like we, uh, After Easy does it, it was like, kind of like, uh, okay, how do we handle, you know, like, we have millions of people listening to us. How what, what do we do now? You know what I mean? And so, like, it's the awesomest thing in the world, actually. Do you I find gotta be honest, it's the, awesome, the awesome thing ever? So. What's that? I'm sorry. Oh yeah, it's really awesome. I I I can't stop saying that. It's just it's really cool that that our fans that we have people in in places that none none of us have ever been who listen to our music. It's it's the coolest thing ever.
1: Yeah, I get that. You know, um, I I think what I've seen a lot over the last decade is. Bands need to have that social media presence and not just a social media presence, but they really need to interact with their fans more so than I think bands from previous generations. You know, a lot of fans now, especially the younger fans, are all about the experience. And if you can give them that experience through social media by connecting or responding to their comment, that adds, you know, like like we talked about earlier, you know, that that you know, once they're fans of Wild Street, they're fans of Wild Streets forever. Well, when you're connecting with them on social media, that just makes it makes that connection even deeper. And you know, I, one of the bands that uh, you know I mentioned that you guys kind of sound like, which is you know, LA Guns. LA Guns just does a fantastic job of really interacting with their fans and really communicating with them. And you know now you go to one of their shows and I mean you, you can't even move. There's so many people there.
0: So yeah, they, they were, we played with them in New York and um, and it was it was touch. They're they're an awesome band.
1: So you know, 2020 is here. You you've got the big tour coming up. You're going to be. You know releasing singles here and then hopefully at the end after August you'll be continuing touring the the goal is to get Wild street out to the masses you know what what other goals or what other aspirations does Wild street have in 2020 or even beyond that
0: uh well we want to put out a record obviously um the, you know in the full in the full sense and not just not just releasing singles and um we just are, are still shopping for the right person to, to put the record out. So, um, so yeah, I guess that's a big goal. And then starting to record some new, some new songs, you know, um, it's definitely not going to take us 10 years to write or eight years to to put out another full record. You know what I mean? It's like, we're, uh, you know, it, it, tour should, tour tends to be inspiring. You know what I mean?
1: Sure. And if you were to tell someone, you know, what Wild Street is about, what is the sound of Wild Street? If you were to describe your band to someone who's never heard you guys, how would you describe Wild Street?
0: Uh, we're the best three minutes of your fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome.
1: And as far as you know, to kind of go back a little bit and talk more about how the 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 industry is always changing and evolving you know, how rock music is is um, no longer in the mainstream. Do you guys feel that it's your job just to keep doing what Wild Street does and, you know, whether the fans who have not heard you or whether the people that have not heard you will catch up to you or whether the the mainstream audience will catch up to you, or does it matter? You guys are just going to keep doing what you're going to do and put out the music that... You guys put out.
0: Oh man, you haven't heard Wild Shoot Three yet. We got we got so many surprises. Um, but, uh, yeah. Um, well, uh, basically the the idea in at the beginning was we were gonna we're gonna make death metal be punk rock, and so um, basically we'll do whatever we want to do just because that's that's what we want to do. But yeah. Um, um but. With that said, um, if if the songs aren't good, then we will not put it out. <laughs> know. No, so, no, yeah, no, no, I get, yeah,
1: no. I get that, but like, is you know, you guys are doing something within rock music right now that you know is similar to what's been done before, but is but it's very unique now, right? There's not a lot of bands that are you know playing to the good times of rock and roll, being the party like it used to be during the day. So you guys are like. Creating your own deal, right? You know, you guys are jiving to a different tune than maybe some other bands that are coming out right now because you are, you know, like I said, a throwback to the Van Halen's and to the Motley Crue's and to the Hanoi Rocks is where it was, you know, it was about the party, and that's really cool. And I don't think a younger generation, you know, like, for instance, my son, who's 15, has ever experienced a band like that. You know, ever experienced a band that, is about having a good time about party because rock and roll has gotten serious a lot more over the last couple of decades. It's more, you know, about being, having insight and having, you know, lyrics that are meant to, you know, have you reflect or whatever, you know what I'm saying?
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Totally. I get it. Um, Yeah, we definitely were, it was a very conscious effort not to, not to, uh, you know, um, it's not just it's not just about us. It's about everybody. You know what I mean? It's like we're not we're not writing. It's like we want to write music that's fun. You know, that's just trying to
1: say. You know, and it, it it says that too. You know, like when you look at your, you know, the tour that you're going to be doing. You're going to be going, you know, all over the place. You know, in corners of the of the world. Maybe you guys haven't been to, but you guys are going to go there and play, you know, that's, and for a band that really hasn't put out a lot of music over the last, what, nine years or whatever. That's awesome. That's incredible. I mean, to, to go out and do that and, 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 and take that on and be also be putting new music out too. I think that is a testament to who you guys are.
0: Well, thank you. I, I appreciate that. Um, yeah. It it, 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 you know, the wrong way to the top if you
1: want to rock and roll. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Couldn't have said it better, uh, you know, than, than Bon Scott. You know, I mean as we wrap this up, what is, you know, for for Wild Street, maybe for yourself, what has been the biggest challenge for for the band or for you individually in in, in music?
0: Um uh, biggest challenge yeah. um, man that's hard uh, I don't know the, the hardest thing about being in a band is to make sure that you keep the band together that's the hardest thing that's, let me just say that to all those all these like all the people who are starting bands who may you know maybe kids or maybe you know whatever adults who are starting a band like the first the hardest thing is is realizing that um, that it's not just about you. You know what I mean? It's it's about compromising and about you know they're they you know everybody needs to feel like they're they're a part of something, and that's what a band is. You know, so um, so I would say the hardest thing about being being a band is is, you know, is letting go of what 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 you personally want and realizing what what's the best thing for the band is is the right thing. You
1: know what I mean? Sure. And I imagine, you know, as you guys have had some change in the band over the years, you know, you have to write new material, you have to write new music, but you also have to kind of merge new personalities together. And sometimes that's not easy. Or sometimes it is easy. Sometimes it fits like a glove. Yeah. uh,
0: Like for, let me say this, but for, uh, this incarnation of wild Street, we never fight. There's no problem. You know what I mean? Like everybody's awesome, we're friends. You know, everybody accepts everybody for you know just like the way they are. And and you know, we'll see if like I think I think we're all pretty pretty chill. So like um so I you know and everybody's ideas. I I like ideas. You know, it it makes it makes what wild Street does better. So um. You know, I like uh, I feel really
1: positive about everything. Honestly, you know, on your electronic press kit, uh, it mentions some of the bands that you guys have played with. You know, everybody from Black Veil Brides to Dorothy to I think I saw Twisted Sister on there too as well. How is that experience? Mm-hmm. You know, what's that like playing to people that you admire and respect in the
0: industry? Um, it's awesome. It's like it's cool, it's like it's the best because, like, um, it's these people who uh, who we you know obviously respect and and, are, and have been playing music and 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 have have uh, gone through it are you know are, are liking up enough to not us with them that then that means that we're doing something right.
1: You know, I saw that Dorothy, who's one of my favorite bands, um handpicked you guys to open up for them when they were in New York.
0: hmm
1: Yep. That's, um, yeah, yeah, she's got an incredible voice. That's an incredible band. I've seen them live. I saw them early part of 2019. That had been a pretty cool experience. Yeah, she's
0: awesome. Absolutely. It's a great band. Great band.
1: Well, Eric, it's been a blast. I appreciate you, you, you doing this and chatting. Um, I look forward to your Chicago date in April. I can't wait to see you guys. That's going to be absolutely incredible. Um, any last words for the fans? Any last words that you want to convey to people who maybe haven't heard you yet or just gearing up to see you again?
0: Um, okay. So I just want to say thank you to everybody who's been supporting Wall Street for the past um, many, many years. Uh, this is going to be a big year for us, and um, you know, just keep following us on our, you know our pages. As I said before, on Facebook, Wild It's like Facebook dot com Wild and it's, it's Twitter dot com Instagram uh, Wild Street Official, and TikTok Wild Street Official. And just you know, then you'll know when we're coming and where we're when we're coming to your town. And, um, you know, spread the word about Wild Street because, you know, it's like, um, because you guys rock. <laughs> so, um, and More of the Beat comes out on the 21st of February. So go and pre-save it now. Look on our social pages, follow the link. All you got to do is click click, Save on, on Spotify, iTunes, or Deezer, and it, it gets delivered to you at midnight on the 21st.
1: And then also, too, when can fans expect the full-length album?
0: Soon. Uh, okay. um, the- I, 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 I don't have a date yet, but uh, I'll definitely let you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, once again,
1: Eric, thank you very much for doing this. I appreciate it. Uh, you guys are awesome. I really dig the stuff that you guys are doing. Can't wait for the new song. And you know what's coming after that. Looking forward to the show in Chicago here in April. Thank you once again for doing this.
0: Okay, thank you so much. I, I appreciate it. Thank you
1: once again, everybody. That's
0: Have a good night. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, that, that's Eric Jake. That's the best way our uh, this show has ever ended. Was is is with that right there. Um, That's Eric Eric Jake from Wild Street. This is Jay Scott from the Hook Rocks, the Ultimate Rock Community Podcast. Hope everyone has a great evening. We'll chat again soon. Thank you.